The American people stand firm in the faith which has inspired this nation from the beginning. We believe that all men have a right to equal justice under law and equal opportunity to share in the common good. We believe that all men have the right to freedom of thought and expression. We believe that all men are created equal because they are created in the image of God. From this faith, we will not be moved. Hello, God bless America, and welcome to the Freedom of Thought podcast. I am your host, Paladino Joey, or Joey Awajan. Freedom of Thought is available on all of your favorite podcasting apps. I thank you once and always for downloading and listening to the show today. And I also deeply apologize that it's been, gosh, maybe five weeks or so since the last episode. Approximately that. Maybe about a a month, I guess. It was like the first week of January. Right now it's February 11th already. Happy 80th birthday to my dad yesterday. So, yeah, it's crazy. Uh, Time is flying and politics continue to be crazy. All kinds of stuff has happened since and we'll talk about a bunch of things. Of course, again, we're going to get into the mailbag. Lots of stuff from uh, Mark Carlson, Lee Hepner. Nice to hear from you guys. It's really, actually, really awesome. Really, thank you for uh, getting in touch with uh, Freedom of Thought Podcast and interacting and keep keep doing it. It's so greatly appreciated all the time. And it's going to be kind of like talking about stories and emptying the mailbag at the same time in a lot of ways. And then, of course, as I'm talking about the stories, obviously I'll have my thoughts and opinions and all that such. That's kind of what Freedom of Thought is all about, and hearing your thoughts and opinions as well. So it's going to be kind of like that, because it's like, well, it's, it's almost like show notes in a way, having this, uh, in, in, in this case, with the way things are kind of, you know, put together here in the mailbag and on, you know, it's the Facebook page, facebook.com forward slash freedom of thought, 1776. So decent amount of activity there. On the Twitter account, not so much. At uh, freedom of thou 76. And then the gutter account, we'll talk about that in a little bit as well. But I haven't been on that too much, unfortunately. It's mostly just Facebook and Twitter at this time. But, <laughs> so, of course, I remembered MLK Day and all that such, talking about basically how, you know, He's somebody who had it right. Judge the content of your character, not the color of the skin. We need more of that and not the woke agenda getting shoved on our throats. Because, yeah, I mean, that's basically one of the biggest problems, if not the biggest problem in America today, is (laughs) nowadays, see, at work I constantly hear about, oh, diversity, it's such a good thing, and such a good thing that there's this many minorities here now. And it's like, why do you have to talk about it all the time? And it seems like it's being forced. So it seems like almost everybody is what they classify as a minority, which at the end of the day, to me, sounds almost kind of like you're contradicting yourself. And at the same time, it's a load of crap. Like, okay, minorities, it seems awful majority now. Like, what is a minority anyway, anymore? Uh, How about a Middle Eastern person? How many Middle Eastern people are at, you know, a, a certain job, you know, at certain jobs, at certain companies, very few, but you never hear about them as a minority, to be quite honest. But you hear about other people, oh, that's what a minority is. Like, definitely, like, classify a minority to me and get back to me on that. Also, the part about <laughs> minorities being a minority in the first place. Like, uh, there's a lot of people from everything now. It's, I don't know. I, I, I think we should move off of that and... I don't know. If you want to be treated equally, treat other people equally as well. Like, it's it comes both ways. It's both ways. Treat people equally both ways. A lot of times people just kind of want to be with their own group, and they, you know, 
isolate themselves and they isolate others in the process. I don't think that's healthy. In in uh, I don't think that's healthy. I don't, and I've gone through it pretty much most of my life, honestly, one way or another. Um, it, it is what it is. So <laughs> let's move on to another thing. So I was playing Chrono Trigger for the Super Nintendo. I often do in the month of January because I'm, I'm a weird guy. I play games at certain times of the year, and it's just kind of a vibe and all that. And there's a part of the game where uh, it's, well, it's a group of people that just kind of rely on their leadership to kind of lead the way. It's almost kind of fitting and all that. It's like this magic queen, whatever, that has this ability and all this, you know, there's so much magical power that it can hold, hold their, their, you know, continent up in the sky and all that stuff. And the people don't have to do anything. They don't have to do anything. Everything's fine. Everything's done for them. They don't have to work. They don't give a crap. And that, to me, that's what socialism is. Uh, and I put a, a image up there of it as I was playing. That's why we can sleep our days away, yawn. See, it's like you just sleep your day away doing nothing because they're all the magic users. They're, they were called the enlightened ones. And then there are people on Earth called the Earthers that were treated like garbage, which in a lot of ways, it's almost like that's kind of like the New World Order Democrat kind of party. It's kind of like these people, the enlightened ones. But guess what happens? The very uh, entity that was holding them up ended up destroying them at the end. It got angry, basically, and started shooting around. At uh, <laughs> It started, yeah, it, it basically kind of turned on them because it's way more powerful than they are. And it started shooting the continent, hitting it, hitting it, hitting it, and the continent collapsed into the ocean. And I don't know, about like 80 or 90 percent of the people died. So... That sounds about like socialism to me, so <laughs> it fits perfectly. That's kind of how that part of the game turned out. The entity just kind of was like, I don't give a crap. Or actually, no, it wasn't the entity. It was the queen herself as she turned on the, this uh, mammon machine, as they call it. Uh, at the end of the day, all she cared about was her power and all those people that followed her and followed her lead and all of her strength and everything. She just kind of let them. She just kind of let them all sink to the ocean and die while she got to have her superpower in this place called the Ocean Palace, which then would rise up out of the, the sea. And ultimately, you know, she's one of the final bosses in the game, basically. Uh, spoiler alert, right? Like, you really need a spoil. Like, you really need to... Most of you are probably not going to play it anyway, but it's a fun game, and but it's kind of fitting in a lot of ways how this everybody followed this, this person, like an Obama or, like, the devil himself. Like, oh, it's... You know, oh, yeah... <clears throat> We're just going to, you know, he's giving us all this ability. That's basically what the Antichrist will be like. Like, perform, being able to perform miracles and such with all these scientific scientific machines and <clears throat> science this, science that. We'll make the blind see and this and that. And uh, maybe that's powerful enough uh, entities out there. There are uh, machines out there that can that can actually cause earthquakes, that can actually control the weather more than people want to admit. And so it's like performing miracles. Like it says in the Bible that the Antichrist will be able to uh, perform miracles. And then the next thing you know, all the people that follow him will basically fall into the sea, you know, in a sense. Not necessarily the sea, but will meet a terrible end. And it's not going to, and their eternity is not going to end well either, unfortunately, because they've already made their choice. And God said, hey, I gave you like a million chances. What more do you want me to do? I gave you the will. I gave you free will to make your own decision. That was how it works. That's the law of eternity. <laughs> you make your own free will and you choose to follow this entity that just kind of, uh, you know, gives you a little bit of power right now. Guess what? Well, sorry. <laughs> Adios. It just didn't work out. Mark Carlson says there are no examples of communism that work. Socialism. And Mark is from Iowa, by the way. Yes. Hmm. 
Iowa is an awesome place with awesome people, let me tell you. There are no examples of communism that work. Socialism is, is like entitlement, and that's exactly enlightened ones and all that, and entitlement without investments or incentives. Exactly, these people just followed this queen, like, oh well, you know, everything will be fine. We got this, and we're better than those people down on the earth. Heck with them. The ones that don't have magic. Oh. <clears throat> and for those elites, it works to their advantage, making everyone poor, so they are all dependent on big government. Free education? Not possible. All our schools are funded with taxpayer monies or private tuition. Neither is free. High edu higher education is not free. That's a that's a, that's that's a fact. Jeez, the same applies here too. And Joya Wyden, you should do a show about the uh, about growing national debt. Yeah, that should be an interesting topic to come forward with. You could probably go on for a long time with that one, like a part two, part three, but at least a part one, right? I better start with part one at some point. <laughs> that would be a very interesting one right there. And it's like again kind of a hint of what it could be like is somebody even like like myself where you have debt on a credit card and you just keep using it and, oh what the hell i'll get a tank of gas add it to there oh what the hell you know just pay for it on the credit card yes it's tens of thousands of dollars of debt eh, but you just keep using it anyway what the hell who cares you know we'll, we'll deal with it sometime and then the day comes it's it's <laughs> you need to get rid of this debt damn it and you pretty much almost can't without like a miracle smart so that's kind of what it's like and i've gotten in credit debt in my past and you know, it's, it's not a pretty thing it's not a pretty thing i did not file bankruptcy and i <laughs> so but at the same time you're putting yourself in a very difficult position uh mark was saying i nailed it so good uh, or no i was saying it to mark excuse me i was saying you nailed it so good i can't even compete with it it's literally the end of society as we know it and absolutely so there's that uh i don't know it, it's a meme with uh you know uh, what was his name Forrest Gump, basically, and just like that, having classified documents was definitely uh, was perfectly acceptable. Yeah, because with Trump, they raided his uh, they raided his uh, home in Las Vegas, or his office in Las Vegas, and all that in Vegas to get these so-called documents that were you know classified, and he had to return them and everything. And of course, everybody locally, like the Pat Kessers, the Barreros, and all that such, say that everything was you know, hey, what Trump did was illegal. But with Biden, I mean, it's uh, what are you talking about? It's no, no, that's not. It's, it's not the same. It's just not the same. Yeah, bull crap. So again, that was a major ongoing conversation. The whole Corvette and all that stuff had even the documents in the garage. Like that didn't make any damn sense at all. Mark Carlson says, sort of unrelated. How dare you go unrelated? Just kidding. Sort of unrelated, but relevant to popular news topics of importance. I read this today. According to the USDA. Foreign ownership of U.S. farm acres increased 60% between 2009 and 2019. That quote is from Senator Mark Grassi, Republican out of Iowa, on his website under news releases. So, so what about that? Hmm, yeah. And unfortunately, um, <laughs> how did he say it? Foreign ownership. Yes, and guess who that foreign country is? Guess who people, guess who those foreign people are? China. China. Nobody owns more U.S. farmland than China. The biggest American with farmland is Bill Gates. Bill Gates. Well, well, Bill, well, Bill, let's go milk them cows. Hey, let's go milk them cows, Bill, and feed the chickens. Did you get it done? You, you fixing to get it done, Billy? Hey, Bill, you gonna do the chicken? We gotta feed them chickens out there and them turkeys, too. Come on, Billy, let's get her done. 
Uh, yeah, yeah, sure. I'll, I'll, first, no, we're gonna we're gonna take care of the vaccines and all that first, and uh, make sure uh, we. Uh, there, there's a lot of ways to lower the population. There's a lot of ways to lower the population. We have vaccine. I mean, I mean, we. Uh, well, the vaccines help people um, and stuff. Yeah, that's about it. Anyhow, foreign governments. This is Mark Carlson again. Sorry, I went off there. <clears throat> Foreign governments, including China, yeah, see, he, yeah, he, he already said it anyway. Sorry, sorry, Mark. Foreign governments, including China and other foreign investors, buying U.S. farmland and using its funded uh, subsidized agencies to do it. And I can't imagine if that's one of the reasons why prices have gone up on a lot of things. No way. That's BS. Just kidding. I can't imagine pipelines uh, being shut down or a possible, uh, <laughs> uh, the one in Russia, that could possibly have been... Uh, that could have been uh, just, just maybe, just maybe that was a false flag operation created by the United States ourselves. Not necessarily the United States, like like the U.S. is evil, but the U.S. government, Joe Biden, the false president, like the false prophet in the Bible. No, Joe Biden's the false president, the false president who just, I mean, it's an absolute joke. All indicators are there's there, there is no way in hell. There's no way in heaven. There's no way in the universe. There's no way in nothing that Joe Biden got 80 million votes. Every indication that's ever existed on this planet tells you it is impossible, particularly the most simple fact of all. Uh, Every rally he's had is like crickets. Hardly anybody's there. Uh, Before the election, after the election, during his presidency, blah, 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 blah. Joe Biden's not. Joe Biden did not get 80 million votes. I don't care how many Dumbocrats hated Donald Trump. 80 million people did not vote for Joe frickin' Biden. Lee Hepner responds to Mark Carlson saying it should be unacceptable. Yeah, I don't think China would let us buy farmland. I don't think they would. I don't think they would, honestly. And if we did, it'd maybe just be it would be very limited. That's my guess. But I don't know. Maybe we're just not smart enough, right? No idea. And then you get women's basketball. I swear, women's basketball when it comes to the Lynx and also the Gophers, apparently. Eh, pride game. Is that all we care about now in sports? Is pride this, pride that, and then social justice this, social justice that. Is that all we care about? Like, just imagine going to a Minnesota Loons game and there's rainbow flags everywhere. Can we just watch the game? Can we just watch the game? Is, is, that, is, is it too much to ask? Can Please, can we watch the game? What if, what if everybody in the crowd had Make, uh, had make America Great Again flags or, uh, you know, or posters? You know what happened? Those... Those a holes would probably like shoot, those a holes would probably attack us with knives and kill people. That's what would happen. But oh, the pride stuff and the social justice getting shoved down our throats twenty four hours a day. Uh, what's your problem? What are you a bigot or something? Get the hell out of here. Yeah, it's it's Nazis like you that are that are the reason why we even have to talk about this because Nazis like you, you know, that's basically how they talk. It's Nazis like you that are the problem in this country and in this world. As soon as you're all gone, we'll be happy. Yeah, you still won't be happy. I was saying, the whole thing drives me nuts. All they talk about is politics. Can't we just enjoy sports? Of course, if somebody even so much as mentioned support of Trump, they'd probably get thrown into a blender. Yet these reprobates can shove this garbage down our throats every single day and face little to no resistance. Mark Carl says, what the hell will they do next? And I was saying, I don't know. That's about it. I was saying, that's what I'm afraid of. It could be anything. It could be. Pretty soon. I mean, the, the next thing is going to be, um, you know, like the whole thing, like uh, Jim Hammond. 
Jim Hammond, who does the uh, Final Hour podcast, is also, again, the son of Mac Hammond, and he's preached many sermons at Living Word Christian Center in Brooklyn Park, Minnesota. And, of course, it's available on YouTube if you're too far away. That's Living Word Christian Center, Brooklyn Park, Minnesota. Jim Hammond, when he talks about Revelation and this and that, uh, which is really cool when he gets into that. But uh, the Final Hour podcast is really, really highly recommended, by the way. As is Bob Bierman, <laughs> Truth to Ponder, the number two. Truth, the number two, Ponder. Yes. Anyhow, <laughs> um, what was I getting to? Yeah, he was talking about how in some, like in certain high schools now, where there, there are litter boxes in the bathrooms. <laughs> litter boxes. Litter boxes in the bathroom because kids believe they're cats. And <laughs> and then he said something really funny after that. He said, it's not a rumor. And me and my friend William, like, he turned to me and we laughed so hard because me and William used to joke about it. it's just a rumor because like, it's something I say all the time. I, I would always say at work when somebody would say, Joey, this or whatever, and I'd say it's just a rumor or there's overtime this weekend. It's just a rumor. That's all I'd ever say just to be goofy. So when Jim said it's not a rumor about the kids with litter boxes in bathrooms, that might be the next thing, Mark. Yeah, and it kind of kind of is in a way. Uh, Pride Month, litter boxes. Meow, meow. You're the cat's meow. <laughs> it's taking a whole new uh, meaning now, huh? Yeah, the cat's meow. It's awesome. It's absolutely awesome. Another topic that's been a huge thing, it's a huge Democrat thing, Ramsey County Sheriff in Ramsey County, even more cobalt blue than Hennepin reprobate Hennepin County. Cobalt blue in terms, of course, political demographics. The darker blue it is, the more Democrat it is. Ramsey County, I didn't think it was possible. It could be even more blue than Hennepin County, but apparently it is. Um, Star Tribune, obviously a bastion of excellence and greatness and intelligence. and No, it sucks, actually. It's a cobalt blue uh, newspaper. Ramsey County Sheriff ordered to cut jail population immediately. Really? So... Really? A scathing letter from Minnesota's top correction officials says the jails fail, this and that. Uh, you know, I'm going to click on it here. It's just amazing, and it's an ongoing craziness. Uh, the jails failed to comply with safety standards. Okay, well, I can understand the safety standards. That's a huge thing. But the endless conversation, though, is... Because obviously you don't want to just read the headline. You want to look in the article and such. I can understand that to a point, but so it's going to be reduced from 324 or 2324 from 492. The fear is, though, you're going to let out some of the wrong people. In fact, a lot of the wrong people. That's a huge fear for me, quite frankly. Um, whenever you hear about jail population, you feel like they just come up with a reason, though. Like, that. oh, it's, it's not safe. Like, is it, though? Is this 100% fact? And I know how, you know, they'll be like, yes, it is, and it's and that. But I don't know. It feels like just an excuse to get more of the wrong people on the streets because, I don't know, Minneapolis especially. Yeah, but St. Paul too. It's not a pretty place. Like, West St. Paul is a bleep hole. It, it is a bleep hole. North Minneapolis is a bleep hole, and I don't care who I offend when I say that. It's a bleep hole. And you can say that all you want. Or, I mean, you can get offended all you want. But eventually it gets to a point you are a part of your neighborhood. You make your neighborhood you want to make it better, make it better. It's that simple. It's not about race. It's about the conduct of, conduct of character. And when your conduct of character sucks, you suck. <laughs> I'm sorry. So I'm, I'm not ashamed 
or afraid to say that. So again, so I got that out of the way. A very fascinating topic this last week, though. Fascinating. U.S. China, uh, U.S. downs Chinese balloon over ocean moves to recover debris. Moves to recover debris. Now, now, stuff that's been out there is that this this balloon that is believed to be a spy balloon of some kind, possibly something that could be used to do an uh, EMP attack, which would be <laughs> devastating, beyond devastating. We're talking the stock market dropping to, you know, 9-11 levels, that kind of drop. Because, obviously, if you can't use electricity, uh, you can't use DoorDash. <laughs> That's just the smallest thing. But j just imagine if you're counting on DoorDash to make a living, or it's at least a second income, which I, I do that sometimes, second, third income in a lot of ways, so you'd say third after the lawn service, because um, I don't do lawns this time of year, it's kind of kind of cold, or it's kind of frozen to do lawn service, sorry, but an EMP attack, that's the belief uh, that this balloon could be kind of possibly testing, not necessarily like they're going to do it now, that, and, but that, yeah, kind of, you know, looking thing, you know, scouting the area where where they can do it, when, how, this and that. And this Biden administration cares so much about this country that they let this balloon just kind of hang around, hang around, hang around until it got over the ocean. This balloon was known by our government. They knew about this balloon dating back to January 28th. January 28th. So they had a good week of knowledge about this balloon. A good week of knowledge. More than a week of knowledge, at least. And there have been conversations about similar objects all over the world. All over the, you know, like South America and such, other parts of the world. So something's up. Something's not right. And then, and then recently, I don't think I posted it on here. I wish I did. Doggone it. But about the uh, the green lasers, it was like a, it was a green lasers in the sky. It it really happened, and it's believed to be Chinese as well. Uh, over Hawaii, that is the darndest thing. Uh, I'm not sure what they're up to, but whatever it is, it better stop because this is uh, talk about war, uh, rumors of wars and such, and it's everywhere. I mean, if like Weather Channel, this and that, everybody. South China Morning Post, Japan believes green lasers over Hawaii, likely from China's satellite. Isn't that the darndest thing? And so this is like really recent. So as we're talking about this balloon, it's it's at very least like a spy, possibly like scouting type of balloon. Um, it has to be at a certain level, though. If it's too high up above the atmosphere, an EMP attack would not work. The uh, ozone shield would actually knock it away. That's how this planet is protected from solar flares. That's why you see uh, Aurora Borealis, which are one of the more fascinating things you're going to see. As for this laser, I don't know. I mean, they're testing something. They're up to something. These people are up to something very serious. It reeks of like an EMP attack. Like, not that the, that the lasers are an EMP attack, but that they're testing to see how and when they can pull it off. Something ain't, <laughs> something's real serious here. That's a big fear. And I don't mean everybody should panic and freak out and this and that. <laughs> you got Wormwood to deal with coming up around yeah, on April 13th, Friday the 13th, the real Friday the 13th, 2029. Wormwood, Revelation, just look that up. That's somewhere in the middle of the tribulation. The, the Wormwood, uh, the Wormwood uh, asteroid. 
that is like a falling star from the heavens, so to speak. A falling star from the heavens, put two and two together. What do you think a falling star from the heavens is? A meteor, yes. <laughs> um, and it'll cause a hell of a lot of damage and all that and make the water like bad, whatever. It'll kill a lot of people. Just put two and two together there. But, and again, if the tribulation is like half over at that time, well, well, okay. <laughs> yes, keep reading your Bible, folks. That's all I'll say. Um, but yes, J J Japanese astronomers believe the green lights seen over Hawaii are lasers from a Chinese satellite. Interesting. Um, why, though? That's the question. Why? And and they're green, like almost like Aurora Borealis. Like something's up. That's really, it's, it's, it's really interesting. And it was like so random. And it was just kind of, see, when you see images of it, it looks like several lines. But it's like one at a time. It's from like left to right. But it's like something. China is up to something, folks. Something really serious here. And pray. That's all we got to say. Pray. Pray that whatever they're doing is stopped because something's up. They are testing something here. These lasers aren't in the sky just for, oh, what the hell? Let's, let's have a laser show. Let's have a laser show. Happy New Year. Happy Lunar New Year or something like that. Not quite like that. This this is this this reeks of something very serious, and this this Chinese uh, you know, chaicoms as they call them, they don't give a rat's behind. They don't give a rat's ass about the United States of America, and they pretty much laugh at Joe Biden, and Joe Biden keeps bending over to them like keep you know keep doing whatever you're doing. It's okay, we're we're friends, we're friends. Yeah, sure, sure we're friends. So I'm I'm off the Ramsey County thing. This Chinese things. A little more serious. The Ramsey County thing is serious, considering what could be the result of it. But, whoa. <laughs> I mean, the laser and the balloons. Uh, that's really something else. It, really. Um, Mark Carlson jumps in and says, Well, what can I say? Big deal. The media has nothing better to do. Maybe they should ask to go to Uncle Joe's tool shed and see where he keeps getting the potting soil and see if there are any secret government documents stand up, stacked up on the shelf next to his rakes. Um, interesting. So Marcus says, uh, I'm not bothered by China and balloons. They already have spy satellites and all kinds. Yeah, I think you nailed it there. Yeah, the lasers proved that one. <laughs> they already have spy satellites and all kinds of intel coming in from everywhere on the planet that buys tech manufactured here, uh, there, excuse me. The dumbest thing ever was to take it down over water. Uh, see, yeah, there you go. Evidence lost. See, that's, that's like, they did that on purpose. That's the problem. Evidence lost. Hey, if you were the military officer in charge of this, how would you handle it? Probably not real well. Probably not real well. And maybe I'm overreacting with the whole balloon and the EMP attack, but I, maybe the balloon really isn't about EMP attack, but it might need something uh, along those lines, something that's high enough. But you would hope that the government would attack and get rid of it. But with Joe Biden in office and <laughs> Joe Biden, Kamala Harris and such, that would probably rather see us brought to our knees versus stopping China from destroying us. I don't have a whole lot of faith that... Uh, so that's where I see it as a big deal to a point. But I can understand where it's, in a lot of ways, a massive distraction to all the other crap that's going on, where, like, the, the Hunter Biden, anything from Hunter to Joe, 
Kamala Harris not giving a crap about the border and laughing about everything behind the scenes. She's just a fool. Anyhow, back to what Mark has to say. It's a big one here. <coughs> Excuse me. Hey, if you were the military officer in charge of this, how would you handle it? Yes, you would have tracked the object. Get in close for photo recon. Work with other agencies to protect its movements and come up with a way to capture it intact. Exactly. In the 1960s, we had spy satellites that used film. That's another thing. Again, I'm going to interrupt again. That's another thing where technology real technology is way beyond what we see in the public place. Like, say, this Lenovo laptop I'm using right now is like a, a millifraction of what technology they have. Uh, you know, like, like, say, the U.S. government and other governments, I'm sure, as well, like a China. It scares the living bleep out of me, considering there are... Like, when you hear about... You first heard about gigabytes, like, in the 90s, and, like, holy crap, that's unbelievably big. And then years later... In the 2000s, you eventually started hearing about terabytes, and that's insane. A thousand gigs? That's insane. And now there's computers with that capability. There's two levels beyond. And I'm forgetting the names of them now. Two levels beyond. Just put that into perspective. <laughs> like, they were, they were talking about stuff like an iPhone and such was probably... iPhone-level technology was probably available in the 1970s, maybe even as far back as the 60s. Again, put that into perspective. <laughs> Frickin' scary. Frickin' scary. Anyhow, in the 1960s, we had spy satellites that used film. When the film was used, uh, because so basically, basically, though, bottom line, the government, uh, government technology is 30 to 50 years ahead of what we see in the public. Frickin' scary. Like, at least by the 1980s, iPhone technology was already very much in existence iPhone level. Anyhow, um, I'm sorry, Mark. In the 1960s, we had spy satellites that used film. When the film was used up, the canisters uh, was used up, the canisters were expelled from the satellite and dropped through the atmosphere, parachuted down, and captured by C-130 or similar type aircraft. Of course, I'm going from old memories here, but doubt me and go look it up. Yeah, see, people were more honest in that time. This time and age, they just don't give a crap, do they? In particular, look at the U.S. Air Force Museum in Dayton, Ohio. Anyway, I'm not, fri I, I'm not frightened by this. I think it's lazy of our government and lack of uh, ingenuity on our military leaders to do it this way. And one last thought. Why even bother take a uh, why even bother with a takedown? We could track it and intercept intelligence and follow it around also. No doubt it is transmitting data up to a commie spy satellite. Yeah. Yeah, I think you're really nailing this actually. <laughs> this is really good what you're saying. Lastly, just exactly what nuclear facility secrets would this balloon uncover that any country couldn't do with their own intelligence? I say send us one more balloon, uh, one more balloon, apparently. <laughs> apparently our Department of Defense needs more practice in tracking objects, and our military could use a target practice. Freedom, honk, honk. Yep, that was good. That was... <laughs> that was awesome. That was powerful. That really was powerful. Um, so it's not about, like, I don't give a crap. It's about uh, the way the government handled it. Like, who gives a crap? It's, it's horse crap, the way they did handle that. That was about as good a comment as I've ever seen. That was unbelievable. <laughs> and 
yeah, the way it was handled, it just reeks of at the same time. In, in, in what do they call that? Um, it, I can't it. intentional sabotage. That that's what it is. Yep, Sam Tyler responds with "Tell it." It's look over there instead of focusing on the Brandon corruption problem. Yeah, yep, that's a huge part of it, Sam. Mesa Airlines. Ooh, maintenance for life. Wow, that's impressive, Sam. <laughs> that it is. I'm not just saying that. Believe me. Very impressive. Hmm. Cool. Cool, cool. Houston, Texas, apparently. Houston, Texas. Cool. So, yeah, that's probably the number one topic of all. All that, uh, well, the laser show and everything. It might be just a big distraction. It could be just us doing it, but I don't know. Um, the 18 deadliest battles in American history. Yeah, it's incredible. It just goes on and on and on and on. Highly recommended. Do check that out. I'm not going to go over all of it right now. Mark Carlson says, very interesting. I will have to read more into this. Expect my comments later. Yes, please do. Please do. Yep, I'm very, yep, and I might even, uh, yeah, we'll probably have a larger segment on that very topic, especially if you uh, put a big comment there. So, yes, please do, and I better remember to backtrack. So, yep, that's a, yeah, that's interesting stuff. It, and then some of them, you wouldn't really expect them to be at the top. Interestingly, they didn't talk about Gettysburg because they, I guess these were like foreign wars. So, because Gettysburg, the most Americans did die in that battle. So, it was bad. Bad. <laughs> At least I think it was Gettysburg, right? The Civil War in, the Civil War, Civil War in general obviously had the most American deaths because 100% Americans that died. Um, yes, Harry S. Truman. Show me a man. Yep, and that is the guy that is at the beginning of... <laughs> that's the guy that you hear at the very beginning. Uh, you know, like, we have a right to freedom of thought and expression. Like you heard at the introduction of this show, that's Harry Truman. Um, show me a man that gets rich by being a politician, and I'll show you a crook. Joe frickin' Biden. Yep. Uh, Mark Carlson says, an important fellow. I listened to an audiobook about him many years ago. I might just say that he is a Midwesterner, and that he served in World War One. Yeah, yep, yep. And when Mr. Truman inherited the presidency by Roosevelt's death, he had some of the biggest decisions to make by a president uh, by a president ever, to use atomic weapons or not. And in history, that moment is always uh, that will that moment will always be scrutinized over and over. I disagree with those who think it uh, wasn't necessary, and that is a much longer discussion for another time. Yep. I, I'm on your side with that. Yep. So, yep, a, a much longer discussion for another time. Yep. Well, it prevented the war from going on forever, kind of like Iraq and all that, and Afghanistan and all that nonsense, the guerrilla wars, and it would have become that. Yep. But, yep, I'll keep that short. Sorry. You know with the way the world is today regarding the deep state, Joey, it could be discussed how late in World War II that it was clear who was going to come out on top as a nation and that the uh, corporations may have seen that there uh, that that there were now possible opportunities for power inside politics. Also a topic for another day. Thanks always for your show and interesting, informative topics as well as commentary. Freedom, Hong Kong. Yep, I like that. Yep, I didn't. Yeah, I probably did like it, but with my own name. Yep, now I put it with the show, liking it. Boink. There we go. Hong Kong. <laughs> Um, yep, final bit here. So LeBron James eclipsed the uh, scoring 
well, the all, he's the all-time scoring leader in the NBA. I guess it doesn't really surprise me, considering he started as an 18-year-old, and he's been an amazing player for a long time. And he didn't miss like whole seasons and such. He would miss parts of seasons, uh, extended period. Some he had a very disappointing first year with the Lakers. Blah 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 with a groin injury on Christmas Day, and then never really came back after that. It was really frustrating. Um, yeah, but I do believe yeah that was the year before all the COVID crap. How you feel about that is what it is. <laughs> um, but, yep, yeah, LeBron James, he became the all-time leading scorer, and everybody keeps calling him the GOAT, you know, greatest of all time. That's a sports term, like Tom Brady's the GOAT, Michael Jordan's the GOAT. Yes, Michael Jordan's the GOAT, by the way, not LeBron. Um, but then uh, Enos Cantor, who's uh, obviously one of the cooler people out there, he's, he's on our side in a lot of things. Like Jonathan Isaac, same thing. They're the kind of people that do not kneel for the national anthem. They stand for it, and they have to explain why they stood for the national anthem. <laughs> you have to explain why you, why you stood for the national anthem of the United States of America. What the heck is going on in this planet? You have to explain. That's how crazy the NBA got uh, over the course of time, particularly during 2020 and George Floyd this, George Floyd that. St. George Floyd is the king of kings and lord of lords, according to crazy people that have no idea what they're talking about. Crazy people that judge on the, the color of their skin and not the conduct of their character. <laughs> George Floyd wasn't a good person. They're only going crazy because of the color of his skin. Stupid. Absolutely stupid. Now that I've gotten off that rant, <laughs> I better keep it where it is. Enos Cantor says... 38,388 points, zero morals, zero values, zero principles, zero empathy, zero empathy, one bow down to China. Yep, and of course, uh, several kneel downs uh, to crap all over the United States. Enos Cantor on LeJon, uh, LeBron James breaking the NBA all-time scoring record. Yep. <laughs> yep, absolutely, absolutely. Um, yeah, I, I think he nailed it there. Definitely no morals. Um, yep, one final thing that I was going to kind of get into and I didn't post it on here. It could kind of go on any show. I probably should have posted it. But um, this was all the way back on January 31st. And that was when I was like, I got to do freedom of thought. It's been so dang long. Well, here it is. Uh, Minnesota governor, that would be Tim Walz, the greatest governor we've ever had, right? Not. Um, and the fact that he's now been reelected, it's like bombs away, baby. And that's, that's pretty much what... Um, um, Mark Dayton was in his second term because he's not going for re-election now. Bombs away. We're gonna we're gonna do everything we always plan to do. We're gonna pretend to be a moderate for, you know, particularly the last two years leading into my uh, my my uh, the last two years leading into the end of my first term to try to go for re-election. And then once I get re-elected, na 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 boo boo. You can't stop me. Boom. And that's kind of what these Democrats are like. Now that I've belabored this way too long, Minnesota governor signs bill protecting fundamental right to abortion under state law, which basically, in a lot of ways, this bill basically makes Minnesota the national leader of abortion. Isn't that just wonderful? Aren't you proud of yourselves? How, how does it feel? <laughs> I'm just so proud that we get to lead the country in abortion, in abortion rights. It's wonderful. Just thanks. Thank you, Tim Walls. Thank you, Tim Walls. And people like that, if they don't repent, <laughs> as Bob Bierman might say, yeah, <laughs> these, if these reprobates don't repent, <laughs> they, they know where they're going. They are going somewhere, and it's not going to be a, pl a pleasant place. They, they have no chance, barring a miracle and uh, them repenting.
because this is mass murder. It is intentional. And heck, I mean, Kamala Harris in a speech just like a day or so ago left out the word life. You know how their life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness? She just said liberty and the pursuit of happiness. That's sick. She left out life. And this was pretty basically like an abortion kind of thing, too. Abortion rights type of thing. She left out the word life. What does that tell you? What does that tell you? Put two and two together, and you can figure out. Um, Republicans have called the bill dangerous and extreme. Well, of course. Of course. Um, Minnesota Republican David Hahn says, Make no mistake, this extreme bill provides for taxpayer-funded, taxpayer-funded abortion on demand, up up until and even after birth. <laughs> just, you know, it's, it's, it's just unbelievable. Unbelievable. Um, this bill codifies protections to reproductive health care, including uh, contrac- contraception, sterilization, pre- preconception, contraception, yeah, sorry, preconception care, maternity care, abortion care, family planning, and fraternity services and counseling regarding reproductive health care. There's the false president there in an image there. Very false. Everything false about him. There's your false governor who has all these wonderful women standing around him because it's all about them and it's their right to da-da-da-da-da-da-da. Everything but the vaccine, of course, is my, my, my body, my choice. But boy, oh boy, you better take that vaccine, you son of a blah-blah-blah-blah. You, you, you better... The message we are sending to Minnesota today is very clear. Your rights are protected in this state, Walls said at Tuesday's signing. Today we are delivering on our promise to put up a firewall against efforts to reverse reproductive freedom. Reproductive freedom. To not reproduce. Exactly. No matter who sits on the Minnesota Supreme Court, this legislation will ensure Minnesotans have access to reproductive health care for generations to come. <laughs> Basically. Yep. Boy, I hope you guys are very proud of yourself. Look at them clapping. Reprobate this, reprobate that. Go ahead and go ahead. Take pictures and be proud of yourselves. That picture is going to burn with you. It's going to burn with you. It'll burn well before you, but it's going to burn with you. And I don't mean to be up here on my soapbox just saying, you will burn in hell. I don't mean to do that, but you better, you better, I, I, I pray that you see the air in your ways and try and turn around in this one because this is a terrible, terrible, terrible mistake. Terrible mistake that people have been doing for so long. I apologize if I come off as a terrible, judgmental person, but, oh, Pfizer, what a wonderful ad. Oh, I love that Pfizer is an ad here. Oh, Pfizer. Lifesavers. Not. (laughs) Not. Pfizer is looking for customers, not cures. They can't wait to get your money as you keep buying their product to lower cholesterol or whatever. When it doesn't really lower cholesterol, it just lowers it it enough for you to see that it's supposedly working. Oh, but those side effects, uh, you know, the fact that you can't do things that you might be able to if you didn't take it, just read between the lines there read between the lines, like the birds and bees type of stuff. Yeah. It's all one in the same. It's all one in the same. With that said, now that I've talked about the birds and the bees on freedom of thought, I apologize if that's... Well, I don't know. We're all adults, right? But I, I didn't get too too uh, <laughs> too uh, 
too graphic, and I don't plan on doing that. Um, really appreciate you listening to the show. This is a very passionate one, and Mark and Lee, uh, thank you so much. There was one more person. Uh, I'm, I'm going to go back here real quick. Where was he? Where was he? Thing down in that. Yep, uh, Sam Tyre. Thank you, Sam. That was awesome. Coming in out of Houston. Uh, Lee Hepner. I want to see. I, I thought there was a couple more from Lee. Yep, I don't know. Winnipeg, Manitoba. Winnipeg, Manitoba. Cool. Nice to hear from you, Lee Hepner. Hope you're a listener. And if not, well, well, hope, hopefully, Mark. Uh, I'm guessing he listens, though, right? I hope so. But uh, maybe see if he does. I don't know. <laughs> he must if he's seen the post. So that's really cool. Thank you, Lee, just in case you're listening. So, yep, Canada, uh, Winnipeg, Manitoba. Thank you guys so much. Really appreciate all the conversations. Can tell your friends about the show. Share it. You know, retweet, whatever the heck you do. Uh, those of you, whatever the heck, no, those of you that have shared the show, like the word of mouth and stuff, thank you so much. Uh, write a positive rating if you could. I'd really appreciate it as well. Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, uh, Spotify Star Rating, Audible, I believe, can let you review as well. Those of you that have, thank you so much. Anybody willing to, please do. Please do. Uh, get this get this show out there more, and I'll try my best to get the show on more often. If it means more of the mobile shows, that's good, too. I, I enjoy doing those, and the audio turned out fine. Uh, the only one that was, like, not the greatest audio was, like, the one that was outside kind of walking around the hockey rinks, but that was a fun spur-of-the-moment thing, and it was only eight minutes long, if I remember correctly. Uh, enjoy the seasons. I really enjoyed that one. That was actually fun. And then the fire pit episodes, those are awesome because my mind tends to really, really move and wander. Uh, it's so much fun. Uh, maybe one final thing too. Kevin McCarthy's not, Kevin McCarthy's not nearly as bad as I might have thought. Uh, so far he's been, he's been pretty good and in, in encouraging. We'll see. But um, the, the House seems very encouraging where we have some Republicans that seem to have a backbone and, and a bit of energy as well. So very encouraging. Very encouraging. Um, so far with Kevin McCarthy and the uh, Republican House. So really nice. Republican-led House. Um, encouraging. So we'll leave on that positive note. Thank you again. For, uh, thank you again, Mark. Some awesome stuff. Awesome stuff. Great to hear from you, Lee and uh, Sam. Also, you guys are wonderful. So anybody else, you know, Gerald Swing, call in. Mark, call in. Lee, call in. But I mean, obviously, post a post away like crazy. You're more than welcome to do that. You could post over and over and over, and I will get to all of it. Unless it's like so many, I can't. But I don't think it'll ever be that big. <laughs> I don't think so. But um, I really enjoyed reading what you guys had to say. I really enjoyed uh, doing this show today. Um, not because the news is all good, but because, well, it's interesting and there's a lot to say. But I still really enjoyed hearing from you and those, those powerful posts really meant a lot. So that was great. Take care and God bless the United States of America.